It's time for the weekend box office countdown, brought to you by Movie Gnome, and we start from the bottom up. Viola Davis's Widows is dying a much slower death than her cinematic husband Liam Neeson did, falling only one spot from last week's 9 to number 10. The possession of Hannah Grace isn't exactly turning heads 180, let alone a full 360 at the box office. In fact, after tumbling from last week's 7 to number 9, it's about to spider walk right off the countdown. Tara Eggert's Robin Hood isn't giving to the poor or stealing from the rich, not even the crazy rich Asians, because it can't even take another spot on the countdown, firing all of its arrows into number 8 for a second week. Green Book is on a high after its 5 Golden Globe nominations, getting lifted from last week's 10 to number 7. Mark Wahlberg's Instant Family is family planning to be number six for a third week in a row. If you ask me, that movie is a little too close to six. Someone should call Number Protective Services. Bohemian Rhapsody is riding a tandem bicycle with number five for another week. Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of the Grindelwald still has number four under its spell. Hey, FB, is that a magic wand in your pocket, or are you just happy to be in the fourth position again? We'll have to talk about your favorite positions later. I've got a countdown to finish. Michael B. Jordan's Creed 2 only has Eyes of the Tiger for number three. Get a locker room, you two. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch doesn't just have Christmas in his sights, he has a secret plan to steal the last night of Hanukkah too. Trying to steal two major holidays in the same month, that takes some real matzo balls. And finally, after making over $16 million this weekend and over $140 million to date, Disney's Route Breaks the Internet just accepted a friend request from number one. If you've seen any of the movies on this week's countdown, call in a review and give it one to five gnomes. Thanks for listening to the Weekend Box Office Countdown, brought to you by Movie Gnome. If you're going to go see Widows, like I did this past weekend, uh, you need to know that as a heist film, it's not a lark like Ocean's Eleven. The women who have to pull off the heist are doing it because they have to to survive. They're not enjoying it, which makes it a grittier, more intensely emotional film. Great performances from Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, and a creepy performance from Daniel Kaluuya. Um, Gillian Flynn's script really brings alive issues of race, class, power, sexism, and money, um, which made it interesting. But there are a hell of a lot of characters to keep track of. So many subplots. Uh, It's like a Robert Altman film. Uh, That being said, if you go in expecting a drama rather than a caper, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. I'd give it three out of five gnomes. 
Tim, thanks for the thoughtful review of Viola Davis's Widows. I love the idea of her in a gritty heist film, but the truth is, I love her in just about everything. I loved her in Oscar-nominated film performances in Doubt and Fences, and I love seeing her get away with murder every week and winning an Emmy for Best Actress while doing it. She doesn't just steal every scene she's in, she earns it. I'm almost certain that she's the reincarnation of Betty Davis. Some say that's impossible because reincarnation is a myth. Others say it's not possible because Betty Davis was still alive when Viola Davis was born. I'm no theologian, so I can't say for sure. But what I can say is that she is one of the best actresses of this or any other generation. Tim, thanks for talking movies on No Malone Radio. Kevin, what's going on, man? Hey, this is your boy, DJ Holmes. It has been a while since I've talked to you. I have a request. So I went to the movies, and this is my thing. Whenever I fall asleep while watching a movie, that tells me "Mm, the movie wasn't that great. But (laughs) in my group of four, three of us fell asleep. One watched the entire thing. She loved it. We thought something was wrong with her until we ran into a couple other people who said, oh, no. If you if you saw the first movie, if you've read the books, this movie, the second movie, was great. So what I'm asking you to do, <laughs> since Tim called in with his review, is to kind of ask someone to give their own review um, of that movie, uh, Beasts of Grindelwald, whatever it's called. I would really, really appreciate it because if it's as good as they say it is, I would watch DJ Holmes, it's always great to hear from you. So, let's talk Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of the Grindelwald. Apparently, you're not the only one having a problem with this film, because it only has a 38% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, so that is far from certified fresh. In fact, it sounds kind of rotten. Warner Brothers was planning on making five Fantastic Beasts films, but after the Grindelwald's disappointing box office receipts and reviews, there's industry buzz that the five-movie deal may magically be downgraded to a trilogy. DJ Holmes, thanks for talking movies on No Malone Radio.